Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. My name is Matt Ham, and with me as always is Kevin Adams. Hey, hey. What's up, brother? Happy Sunday. Hey, you. Happy Sunday to you, man. We are glad to be back with you guys here on the air. Uh, we talk about faith and navigating that in daily life, not from a platform, if you will, or a pulpit, uh, just across the table looking at you in the eyes, and uh, certainly glad that you guys have tuned in. We are live streaming on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. We are also on Facebook Live at our Facebook page, which is Live, facebook.com forward slash Life. And we want to give a special shout-out to one of our corporate sponsors. That is Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. Many thanks to Chris and his team for being a part of this. You can reach them if you're looking to purchase or refinance, 910-344-0304. So, Kev, back on Sundays, man. Here we are, another day, another opportunity to have a conversation. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good-looking shirt you got on there. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> I appreciate that, man. I'm really, uh, I got up and put it on. <laughs> <laughs> good thing. Good thing. I'm glad you did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess shirtless radio interviews probably would not be a big problem because nobody would know. Um, yeah, until we're we're going to have some video here pretty soon, so it might be a little. We'll have to work on that. Hey, listen, some people have radio faces. <laughs> I don't think we do, man. I, I think we could do it both ways. Be okay. I'm excited. So uh, yeah, but uh, <clears throat> but we can talk about my shirt. I think I got it from Walmart. Okay. Um, Maybe eight, eight nine years ago, still wearing it. Got so. a lot of life out of it. That's right, man. <laughs> Five dollar shirt. Don't judge the Walmart, man. That's right, man. Faded glory. <laughs> Best thing in the world. I've made in the Maldives or somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, I uh, I'll never forget when I was in college. Um, we used to go into Walmart, and we had a. Um, I was an RA at the time. And we had like a scavenger hunt and you had to go put on clothes and go like do something. You know what I mean? And it was just complete. As opposed to nude. Well, no, you were wearing your clothes. I'm saying you went and put on the clothes in the Walmart and oh, like had okay. to wear Walmart clothes cool. and go do something with that. I can't remember the the parameters of it. It was just nonsensical stuff to do. Yeah. This. But you kind of got, I don't know, you got a rush out of that stuff in college, just cutting up and being silly and going to Walmart, whatever, you know? Awesome. So did you ever... <clears throat> Find the find the uh, like the bedroom suit area in the department store and just hide out and try to sleep there for the night. Or I never have done that. Yeah, <laughs> never have done that. I think I put on a robe and some slippers and and maybe started asking like workers if they could help me find and locate like something. I don't know, no. just something. But they had to video yeah. the whole thing, and so it was like this video scavenger hunt that we did. I think it probably got a little bit out of hand, to be honest with you. Wow, this is this is kind of. Uh... <laughs> This is a complete left turn. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm willing, man. If you want to keep going west, let's do it. No, I'd go west. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I just, I don't know why I had that thought. You know, that's what jumped in my mind about the old, the old Walmart. You know what I did think about Walmart, though, is in the movie Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. 1989. Yeah. Chevy Chase takes his sled and he crashes into the bin at the Walmart. Mm. And I always wondered if somebody would have had the foresight to buy Walmart stock. In 1989, be doing pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, you could apply that to a lot of things, I guess, if but only. Uh, <clears throat> as an adult in 1989, I'd take that personally. <laughs> That's an affront. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I, I'm, listen, I'm thankful for Walmart in my cool shirt. <laughs> it's probably eight years old. And, uh, and gratitude to you for noticing. Uh, I think the important thing is it still fits. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good feeling, actually, man, when the old shirt still fits. It's a good feeling to be in good shape at my age. It, it is a very good uh, it's a blessing. So Yeah. Well, I think you spent, a, you spent a lot of time on that, man. I think that's something that's pretty important that a lot of people overlook. Um, you know, what uh, – I think a lot of, and I think in my own life, you know, you get kind of drowned out with trying to take good care of yourself, you know, do the spiritual thing, do the mm-hmm. health and wellness thing, yeah. you know, and, and it fits into this box where it's like, man, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get by, man. I'm trying to get my kids. Make Survival. Two, exactly. Right. And, and yet, you know, some people like me uh, get hyper-focused on working out or whatnot, and I'm out running, you know, um, triathlons and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. got to go to that nth degree, but you're right. the opposite in many ways. You know, like you don't need that goal target of a triathlon or you don't have to have some, you mm-hmm. know, group that you're a part of. You just do it, you know, as part of your own process or whatnot. And that's mm-hmm. pretty cool to me because I tend to be somebody who needs community and I need some kind of accountability. Sure. Um, and I think that that speaks to two different personality types, like one person <laughs> who needs that kind of community and then yeah. one person who has kind of a self-starter if you will right so i don't know what, what's been helpful for you to kind of keep all that stuff in check mm. well i i think everybody needs community we're designed to be in relationships so uh <clears throat> i think you know but if you rely too much on people then uh, you begin to uh i think you just miss out on what it's like to spend time with god uh, in your daily exercise routine or weekly, but <laughs> all that said, I'm 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 I hate rules. So <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't like to prepare. I don't like. I just like to be me. And I eat when I'm hungry, and my body tells me when I need to move it and exercise. And sometimes it gets decrepit feeling, you know, from I'm sitting in front of a computer writing something for twelve hours without getting up. Um, that's uh i just do it i just i go i need some electricity i gotta go out and run or i do believe that the structure part of it uh, interval training is good and of course you know i'm definitely not a fitness expert but i appreciate and we've got some good friends in town who are uh, of course this whole community is maybe overboard about it but um anyway without getting too long-winded yeah i just sort of my body knows i know what to eat when to eat it I prefer proteins and fats. I believe that makes you skinny. And I think sugar and starch make you fat. And I think we've had it backwards for so long. But doing that has made me feel younger and healthier. And, um, you know, it's not a fitness show. But, yeah, I just I love to surf. I love individual sport. I love that soul. But uh, definitely like being around people. Yeah. And it's fun, you know. Well, I think I think one of the things I'm kind of tapping into here as we just, you know, talk about this is, is are we too reliant upon structures and processes and systems? You know what I mean? Just in general. Yeah. You know, it's like one of the mm-hmm. things that gets me so frustrated when I talk with people sometimes is, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
And we tell them what we do at Uprint. You know, we, right. we help people break free of strongholds and uncover their passion mm-hmm. and live with purpose and, you know, uh-huh. just, just love life and, and become God's expression in the world. Leave his fingerprints on the world through yours. That's what we say. Right. Well, how do you do that? You know, and, and if somebody said, oh, well, you know, I just lost 20 pounds. How'd you do that? You know what I mean? Like we, we as a culture, we as a people are so stuck in the how and the systems and the processes. And we want, you know, four steps or two points and we've got to get to those things. And if we don't have those, then it just, it all fails, you know? Uh And, and I kind of want to push the envelope on that to just, you know, say, man, is there another way? Like, is that necessary? Like, are we becoming a slave to processes and systems and that kind of logical one too. Yeah, I think we we certainly can. I mean, uh, rules are are good things, but they're they're not God. I mean, if you go to a, a scriptural example, um, the big thing uh, <laughs> the big thing we see over and over again is these people had to lay down the rule. They had to lay down the how. You know, there's only one rule: follow God, um, listen and follow. And uh, I think that. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> Joshua didn't say how. Uh, you, you know, when he when he was going to take over for Moses. Uh, you know, the walls of Jericho came down. He didn't know how. So, it, it, you can name, plug in anybody you want. Plug in Hezekiah. He laid out the scroll. You know, before God's feet. How he didn't. So they stopped asking how. People hate that. Yeah, because they want to see it. They want to know how so they can control it hmm. and check it off. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that ain't God. So you have to submit, bring that kind of thought into submission by walking by faith, which is different. That is, you have to build an intimate relationship with God, stand on the Word, and He unfolds it before you. So that's how it works. But <laughs> uh, people don't like it, though. Yeah, it offends us for some reason. I mean, that's why it is. It's it's very offensive to the mind. I mean, but Jesus was offensive. Yeah, to people. And that's what's interesting to me is why do we buck that so much? Like we yeah. we want to control it so badly because we're afraid that if we don't have control, mm-hmm. uh, then 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 what? Right. Right. And so that's the problem. Amen. All right, guys, you were listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be back for more right after this. Hey, I'm Matt Ham, co-founder of Uprint, and I want to let you know about an exciting new course that we've created called The Spiritual Cleanse. We know that people want to uncover their why and live out God's purpose for their life. But the truth is, the circumstances and demands of life seem to bury us. The Cleanse was created for the specific purpose of helping you break free from some of the spiritual strongholds so that you can learn to respond to your circumstances instead of being buried by them. Through a process of daily devotionals and exercises, you will learn how to become spiritually instinctive, get a fresh picture of who God is and who you are to Him. Go to www.uprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse. That's www.youprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse. (laughs) 
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Fate, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. My name is Matt Ham, and with me every Sunday is my good friend and co-host Kevin Adams. You're listening to Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM, Wilmington's home for news talk radio. Guys, we are Uprint, a faith and personal development organization. Uh, with a heart to help people awaken their why, uh, kind of uncover their their gifts, and then thrive in those gifts and live the life of impact they were created for. Uh, this radio show is an opportunity for us to have a conversation that kind of starts that, maybe sparks some ideas in you, as Kevin and I talk about uh, common things, maybe uncommon in the world of, of religion, in the world of religiosity, um, but certainly uh, the upside-down nature of faith and how we are to navigate that in our daily life to really push on that uh, envelope, to push that needle, to begin moving and doing some uh, pretty incredible things uh, in this community and beyond. Uh, this show is made possible by corporate sponsors, and we want to thank our friends over at Century 21 Swire and Associates for being a part of that. They are one of the top uh, Century 21 Swire agencies in the country, in the world, actually. And you can give them a call for any of your real estate needs, 910 Kevin, we, we jumped on the first segment today talking a little bit about why we are so offended by processes um, or when processes and scripts and uh, details and, and all that stuff don't exist. You know, uh, when people when people ask us, you know, how does that happen? And you don't give them a direct answer. You know, people like formulaic in the box stuff and we are out of the box uh, type folks. And so I want to talk about that a little bit, especially as um, how it helps us navigate relationships uh, with other people. And so, uh, you know, one of the one of the questions we got from a listener during the uh, between you know last airtime and this airtime was um, how they how do you navigate when you quite frankly lose respect for someone? And so the question is how, mm-hmm. and the deeper the deeper thing is is they've lost respect for someone who says one thing doesn't doesn't live that way. Um, so I want to want to jump into that. <laughs> uh, I guess I, I guess that's a question for me, maybe. Well, it's just it's just the question we're asking is uh, people struggle as to how do I respond when things go this way, and mm-hmm. we're saying, well, God's the how. So you yeah. know, there's no formulaic process, right? But we still have to navigate relationships. So what does that begin to look like as we unfold it? Well, you know, last the last segment we were talking about uh, the idea of. Everybody, at some level, needs some kind of structure, and and I agree with you know I'm not, <laughs> I don't think you have to blow everything up, but um, we we need the opportunity the 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 uh, the width uh, or the latitude or whatever adjective you want to put in there to be ourselves, and I think we miss out on that when we uh, are so uh, structured that we. Uh, you know, <clears throat> are, are following a pattern that we don't even realize. Mm. You know, pattern theology, for instance, um, doing everything a certain way all the time. Well, there's some great comfort in that, um, and and that's fine. It, it, but it, it's not enough. So you, you know, God is supernatural, and that's a that's just offensive to a natural mind. It, however you slice it, and so <clears throat> we've got to reconcile that idea. 
Well, the only way to do that is to let go, is to surrender. It's not to strive or work harder or any of that stuff. But yet our culture tells us those things. So anyway, all of that uh, put into practice looks like letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go over and over again. It takes years a lot of times. And so, uh, you know, when you come to this idea of, well, hey, uh, how do you do this or how do you live that way or, you know, how do you just know God's going to take care of it? Well, it, it took a lot of practice, a lot of stretch and a lot of growth. And and then watching him do it. So the more you see that, the more you rest in that, and the more it doesn't really matter so much about he's got a will. He's going to get it done. So when you take a problem like or a dilemma like what you're talking about or described uh, from this uh, this lady, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, you know, when uh, – and you could maybe you can – recap on the question but yeah because I've, I've gone around the mountain here but yeah well you're creating up a natural process for a supernatural god that's exactly. what we're looking for right and that's problematic because we have folks right. reaching out to us all the time that that ask their questions about what they're navigating in life we like to address those on the show right and so someone reached out it was specific about their own um their own pastor actually was the question no names here i mean this is just you know general somebody struggling with their pastor because there was inconsistent action based on what the pastor was was saying. Right. Now, there's a bigger conversation here that we, that we're not going to get into. We may, but you know, it's, right. we're not going at that. And that is, you know, uh, how religiosity has undermined God's work. But yeah. we're not going there. Right. We're going at how do you just navigate a relationship with someone? You know what I mean? When you're offended, or you're hurt, or you're bothered by it, and you want to know how do I respond to this? And and your mind wants some natural formulaic process on how to do this, right. but we, we we trust and we believe in a supernatural God. And so putting it in the context of church or pastor relationship makes it even harder, I think, mm-hmm. um, because we think those are the people that are supposed to be the quote-unquote shepherds. And so, yeah, that's the question, is how do we begin to wrestle with these relational tensions as it relates to our faith? Well, people don't – we have to raise our expectations of God and lovingly lower them of people. Um, we, when we have that backwards, um, we're, we're in a bad way. Um, when we expect too much of people uh, instead of God, you know, and it, it, that sounds kind of holy or something, you know, don't expect too much of God. <laughs> oh, he, he tells us to expect you know, great things. In fact, he says those who doubt better shouldn't expect anything. Mm. So we need to increase our expectations of him and and really, really lower them of people. It doesn't mean we don't believe in people and trust them, et cetera. It just means we don't we don't have our hooks in them. There's no agenda. You know, I, I know one of the <laughs> one of the things people say about me sometimes when when they first meet me is, you know, nobody's is anybody really like that? And uh, but I've had crap kicked out of me for ten years, and God has used that. And yeah, there are people like that. <clears throat> and and I'm just looking at Scripture, going, "Hey, was anybody really like David?" I think there are people. I think you know that's that's the goal here is not putting ourselves on a pedestal, but saying, "Guess what? We can do this." And uh, so having that kind of eager, childlike way about it is healthy and freeing, and everybody can do that. So then you apply that back to the relationship. You know, if somebody's not doing something that feels right to you, 
you know, I mean, there's so many nuances here, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, but it, to me, the, the 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 bottom line is you have to navigate through that spiritually. The same way you have to digest a scripture. It's not academic. You have to digest it spiritually. So when you and I talk or anybody else, I have to understand there's moments where I get impatient or I get frustrated or, you know, and you too. But we also know that, you know, within just a brief amount of time, we uh, we can feel where the other person's coming from. That's a whole different thing than, you know, being bound up and, well, he said this or that or, you know, does he really believe this or – so – you have to bring one thing into submission to the other, and that takes practice, and that is soul and spirit yeah. type of thing. So it, it, what happens? It's, it's a broad thing compared to answering yeah. that question, but you can't answer that for somebody. They just have to understand how to navigate it. Sure. Well, I think I think we live in a world that wants an answer. We want and demand because we want to control it. The bottom line is we want control, so we want to be able to say if A right. happens, then B and that's not necessarily the thing. It, it, it there is a B, and the B is right. you know exclusively trust in God and surrender and submit, right. and, and He will complete the C. So it happened this morning actually uh, with our kids. You know we have the twins kind of battling the flu bug right now, and and they're they're sick, but they don't know it completely. They're just full of energy because <laughs> they're not completely laid out, you right. know. And they were up at six this morning, right? And I was beat, man. I had a headache when I woke up, and I was just tired. And you know my wife gets up and kids are running around in the kitchen. And I just told her, I said, I'm going to go lay back down. Like, I just don't feel well. And I knew that that's not what my wife wanted to hear from me, right? <laughs> she wanted me to be up, be engaged, helping out and all that kind of stuff. And that's not what happened. And and I think previously in our marriage, that would have caused a, 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 a rub and some tension mm-hmm. and words would have been said and it would have started the day off on the wrong foot. Yeah. But I'm proud of my wife because she's been really stepping into her faith and navigating that. And she was in a place Amen. of Security and confidence, and that she loved me in that place, and let God work in her, and and we had a great morning. Yeah, well, that's great. I mean, <clears throat> relationships is the best place, or are the best place to apply this. Um, but but it has to begin with the relationship with God, God the Father through Christ Jesus the Son, and then it and then it, it's like you're yeah you're a leaky vessel. When you let Him take over, it'll leak out onto them, your your brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Or your spouse, same thing, right? Yeah, it's a great thought. Be a leaky vessel, and if you're filled with him, he's going to get all over everybody. <laughs> That's right. Guys, you're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. We'll take a short break and be back right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Welcome back to 
Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. You're listening to Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM, Wilmington's home for News Talk Radio. My name is Matt Ham. With me, as always, is Kevin Adams. And uh, yeah, Kevin and I had a great idea in the in the break here. It's just like how challenging it is sometimes to just come up with content, right? The content is endless, but sometimes mm-hmm. knowing where to start is just hard. It's just hard because the microphone's right. on. If you hey, look, if you get writer's block, then you write about that, right? It's a struggle sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it feels flat, and that's okay. It's just you know you, you put a. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to. Um, you know, to perform and be on and all that kind of stuff. And, and yet, uh, none of that really matters anyway, you know? And so just right. getting through the, the fog, but you know, I, I still feel a tension and pressure. Like we have to be going somewhere, right? We have to have a target goal. Like, you know, so it, it's challenging when you really are sitting there trying to have conversations that, mm-hmm. that lift people up, inspire people and encourage people, um, you know, and, and yet not knowing the context of the variety of audience you're speaking to. It can be, but it can also be pretentious to think that we are leading people. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes w- people don't necessarily need to hear us lead them. They need to be encouraged and know that we're listening <clears throat> and we can talk through some questions. So I think that it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's funny, you know, how this all works, but Ultimately, look, when you jump in a swimming pool, uh, you know you're going to swim. You know it's going to feel good. I mean, it might be cold or whatever, but you're, you're getting in for a reason, so uh, that's good enough. So the structure is the pool. It has a shape. you got some lawn chairs. you got your towel, your lotion, or what, whatever you do. But when you jump in that pool, you're just – you're not thinking about, I'm going left and right. You're just doing it. And to me, that's how all of this – and I think today's show, we're kind of – jumping around a little bit and having, having some fun, but also kind of being uh, reflective on this idea that everything doesn't have to have a structure. We don't have to have – this is a conversation. We don't have to have a uh, a big sermon. Yeah. Um, and we – I think what we try to do is we talk about not only things that we've learned um, and, and just be authentic about it, but also, you know, try to share some stories and, and that kind of stuff. But I think it's okay to be silly a little bit because people – can identify with that. Sure. You know? Well, we certainly don't have it figured out, you know. Exactly. And that's not the point. The point is it yeah. figured out. And I, and I think just trying to be honest and revealed, you know, people reach out and they ask questions about how to navigate this stuff. And, you know, I think that one of the coolest things about what we're doing, Kevin, is that uh, we're kind of living out that example, right? You know, right we're letting God lead. Yeah. And, and it doesn't always look like, you know, we want it to look. And it kind of even offends us to a point. You know, right. and it's one of the things that I hit the other day. Um, my, for me personally, we had a big week this week uh, with Uprint with our company. Uh, yeah. We had a great opportunity; a door opened. Uh, we're excited about it. It means a lot for 2018 for where we're going, Yeehaw. what we're doing. Yep, it's huge. And I was sitting down having a cup of coffee, just digesting and kind of reflecting on that. And you know, three years ago, I kind of thought my path was looking way different. You mm-hmm. know, I was going off on this path of writing and speaking and whatever. And it's just completely been flipped upside down, and it's gone down a completely different path. Mm. But as I got real true, truthful with myself and honest, it's better than I would have thought. You know what I mean? Had it gone the other way, mm. because it's uh, it's real, and God's led it, and I know that. And mm-hmm. so that part is cool. And, and I think kind of the the point that I that I want to 
just head on with folks that are looking for um, the right processes and the right questions and the right structure or whatever, like that's not how God exists. He doesn't exist in structure and in form and reality. Like he is, right. like we said earlier, supernatural. And I truly believe that until you're willing, we're willing to punch into and press into the supernatural character of God, we're just not going to get it. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not a man, even though he, he came to earth as a man. So, but, uh, but he, we can't understand him. Uh, the depth of God. And, uh, you know, there's mystery there. The beautiful thing is he's a good father and he wants to reveal mystery, just like we want to give to our children and help them learn. Uh, it's so beautiful. It, and so if you trust that, then you can let go and just know that you got the same goal. And so it's operating in a mode of, of choosing. You know, if you see a gap, it's not a trap. You're not stuck in a ditch. You can jump over it. You may have to have the, you know, the the, the trust and belief that that you're going to make it, and it's hard sometimes. It, you know, so if you can kind of picture that, I'm not talking pictures a lot because that's how I think. But um, God is just so good that um, it, it we have to adapt and understand the spirit of the law, if you will, rather than the letter. And uh, it doesn't mean we don't need to learn the letter. We do we need to get it, but that's the foundation. But but we don't. We need to navigate within that. It's, it goes back to that swimming pool idea. You know, uh, um, <clears throat> you don't really think about which direction you're going to go if you want to do a flip in the water, or I mean, you might think about it a little, but you know, I, hey, I'm going to go touch the drain, or <laughs> or maybe the drain scares you. Want to stay right. away? <laughs> Some people are creeped out by the drain. But I mean, these are real. We're real people. We're just talking about this, and and but it, it, to get into the mode of living that way, where you're really, I mean, here's a great question: How many people are, or have ever been, totally reliant on God? How many people? What would people say? How would people answer that? Are you not a not a? Oh, I was in that moment, but a, are you? completely reliant upon God? That's a great question. Sounds like a simple cliche thing, but I mean, if you really think about it, how many people would say yes? Mm. You know, so that, there's a question right there and, and anybody, you know, wants to jump in and answer it for themselves. That was a question I had to answer at age 42. That was almost 10 years ago. And, uh, uh, you know, so, now my answer to that question is yes, absolutely. And I'm not saying it from a position of great heights. I'm saying it from a position of uh, being being pruned and pruned and pruned and pruned and, and sort of being forced into surrender by my Heavenly Father. But it gives you great insight. In other words, when you're at the bottom of a well, everything good, everything up, everything comes from Him. You can see better in that place. So you described your experience of being better now than the path you had thought. So what you did, you transitioned from walking by sight and it's good, noble sight to walking by faith. God's got something so much bigger and better and you're starting to step into it and really see it. And that's what keeps energizing you, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. And that excites me because we're doing this together. Yeah. 
it's just it, sometimes it's it's frustrating and hard when you're trying to walk with people and a willingness to go to that place doesn't exist, you know. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm sure you experience that. And it is frustrating. I mean, it, it, it's just it's a real frustration. You want to wring people's neck sometimes. Like, yeah. Hey, you're not getting this. You know, and I, I mean, hey, look, Jesus was like that sometimes. Yeah. Right? I mean, he wasn't always, uh, you know, it, it, when the guys were uh, in the boat, he says, uh, you have little faith. Yeah. You know, he, is he telling them, hey, you should have got up and stopped the storm? Be better, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. He's saying, hey, guys, I was asleep. This is what faith looks like. Relax. It's yeah. okay. If I wanted to kill you, I'd kill you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm making a cartoon out of it. But uh, You know, one of the things, I actually read that passage this week. It was interesting. I had never paid attention to this before. But in that passage, it says that they got into the boat just as they were. And then it says there were other boats with them. And I had never thought about the fact that there were other boats, mm. you know. So they experienced the storm too. Right. And they experienced the grace of the storm being calmed, mm-hmm. even though they weren't in there with Jesus. Yeah. And there's some cool thoughts that, that, that God re- really began to uh, dive into as I, as I pressed into that is that he got into the boat just as he was. Now he'd been preaching and teaching and he was exhausted. And I think what you see in that passage is the humanity of Christ, like being worn out, getting yeah. in the boat and then them being like, Hey, you're going to let us die out here. And he's like, man, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I was just sleeping. You know what I mean? Do you not trust me? Yeah, and, and and not only that, um, we we need to have we we work from rest. You work best when you have rest, when you mm. work from it, not when you're working for it. Uh, you don't need to earn it; it's yours. Now rest in it. Now get up and go from there. That's the heart of God, right? But but so many people have it backwards, and and it it just kills them. It kills their health, stress, you know, the, the whole thing. Well, it robs you of joy. And that's the one thing right. that I get so frustrated about sometimes. It's like, why is there the enemy is just trying to steal it from us and yeah. we're giving it to him? But if you know that going into it, then you can jump over that gap instead of calling it a trap. Yeah, but I can't, I can't, et cetera. That's a mindset to mind and control. Yeah. And it needs to be surrendered. Yeah. We got to get over that because, I mean, gosh, man. The world just needs more joyful people, like for real. <laughs> yes. You know? That's right. And we want to wake people up to Not that. Not just in the Walmart and the, the greeter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave his fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello, 
you're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. My name is Matt Hamm, and sometimes my mouth gets ahead of my brain. And that's just the way that uh, that things go in my world. My wife is used to it. Certainly my good friend Kevin Athens <laughs> is used to it. But this is the you're show. You're awesome, man. <laughs> this is the, thank you, brother. You're human. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. It is a conversation about the upside of upside-down living. Um, I want to give a shout-out to our friends at uh, Axis Yoga and Studio, Macy and Troy Cole. I just love those people. They're fantastic. Macy has been a guest on the show before, and uh, I know you love them as well. But uh, love those folks. If you guys are, are looking for something to stir up your pot. Yeah. Well, they've got a <clears throat> they got a great... Uh... A great thing going over there, and uh, yeah, I second that wholeheartedly. Awesome young folks, um, definitely leaders and budding leaders of our community. They love the Lord. They also got some crazy knowledge about uh, exercise, and uh, especially in yoga, Pilates, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all in. You guys should dive all in as well. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Kev, the other, the other day I was thinking about um, – the Matrix, the movie The Matrix. I was actually kind of presenting and, and rolling out some of the stuff that we're working on here at Uprint and and to a friend. Mm-hmm. And and I had a, a thought that hit me about the movie The Matrix. We talked about The Matrix a lot, yeah. you know, uh, just a, a great right. illustration, a highlight of kind of how this thing is. But one of the interesting things was um, two 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 thoughts. Mm-hmm. One was you know when Neo is first learning his powers. He goes before the oracle and he sees these prodigy children. Uh-huh. And there's a little boy who's holding a spoon and the spoon bends. And, right. And I love the line, there is no spoon. Because <laughs> because for us in our world, like whether our kids have the flu, whether our boss got on our tails, whether we upset our spouse, whether we stubbed our toe or whatever, mm-hmm. we focus on the spoon all the time. Right. And so we live life based on the spoons. Mm-hmm. And and again, the Matrix brought the idea that there is no spoon. Um, the second part of that, that movie that, that uh, we can dive into, whichever you choose after, after <laughs> I'm done speaking here, uh, is the concept of going back into the Matrix to rescue people. Mm. That hit me heavy. Mm. Yeah, that's a good thought. They're free <laughs> from the Matrix, yet the ir- ironic part is they have to go back in to rescue people. So, uh, which, I don't know, whichever way you want to take it, those are the two thoughts that I had. I'm done. <laughs> oh, Matt, running out of words. It's, uh, what a, this is a great day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Savor it. No, I think it's good for you, man. You, uh, your words are good and uh, you're great at what you do, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's good because, uh, you know, again, we're talking about having to rely on God, and uh, you know, sometimes uh, doing that is a is a good lesson in 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 waiting on Him. You know, one time He told me in the car, and I talked to Him like He's my Father because that's how I treat Him. That's how He treats me like His kid, and I love that. And people, some people don't like it. I don't care. You know, that's your problem. But uh, I was coming to a stoplight. And I was worried about all this stuff and had all this stuff going through my head just years ago. And, you know, we're just going through a crazy struggle in life. And uh, my wife was in the car next to me, and <laughs> I heard this. You know, I don't hear God audibly very often, but, I mean, it, mostly it's it's just a powerful thing that he just puts on me, and I, I get a picture. But uh, <laughs> he said, be patient with me. 
for I have been patient with you. And it, man, it just, whoa, it just, it blew me away because it was so accurate. It was exactly what I needed to hear. So anyway, the point is, I asked my wife, did you hear that? <laughs> he said, no, but I, I believe you did because, you know, it, it, it ended that worry for me right then. Like, you know, my God is, is he, he's paying attention to me. He, he hasn't forgotten me. I haven't slipped his mind. So in the moment, uh, he's hasn't, you haven't slipped his mind and, uh, it's good. It's good to just kind of hang loose and uh, wait on him. And that means, you know, if your gift is your words, you're giving that up to him. That's good, man. But uh, as far as going in and out of the matrix, yeah, man, that's a what a powerful movie to help illustrate. And it's old. A lot of people have talked about it for years. It it never hurts to go back and look at that again because that is a, a great picture of uh, what this is like. You know, we are in this world, but we're not of it. You know, we talked about getting get, you got to get the of off of you <laughs> mm, the of the of and that's the garments of this world you got to wear that loosely um and you don't want to hold on too tight to it you know to your uh your material things I mean, we all need to eat and have some comfort and rest and all that and enjoy life but holding on to those things or, or striving after them or building them up in barns man that is not from heaven yeah that is man and uh, but but to go in and rescue people from that is uh, absolutely the call of a Christian. Once you get it, you can't go back. Once you see that God is real, and that look, you're talking about being able to navigate work relationships and stress and all that to going to seeing miracles, seeing food show up on your door, seeing your house paid off miraculously, seeing things materialize, seeing sicknesses healed. This is the trajectory. This is the, you know, the 10 lepers, uh, nine of them were thankful. The 10th one, you know, this guy was whole. Mm. Uh, he, he, he turned around and said, you know, he, he had true wholeness, not just healing. Uh, but, but yeah, man. So, you know, I, I, anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm just trying to yeah. bat the ball around with you, but it's a great picture. It's two different environments. Yeah, I think I think the challenge is is that when you get to a place where you start to hear from God, when mm-hmm. you start to watch him do incredible things in your life, when you start to watch yourself awaken to his voice, mm-hmm. it's hard to go back into the matrix, man. Like it's yeah. it's hard sometimes right. to get up and be like, God, man, my kids are sick today, you right. know, and and there isn't a healing of that, you know, in this mm-hmm. moment yet, right? Uh, there's still relational tension that you have to navigate through. Right. You know, there's still these darts, these spoons. You know, going back to the analogy, <laughs> right? And that's what we deal with, man. We deal with people who who come to us about spoons in that analogy, right? What about this spoon? What about my marriage? What about this relationship? What about yeah. this pain? What about? And it's that veil. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just difficult to be able to say, like, God, man, there is no spoon. Like, right? we love you, and it matters to you, so it matters to mm-hmm. us. But in the big picture, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, there's a, the, uh, there's a thought of <clears throat> you, you can be too heavenly or too earthly. And you need a good balance between those two. Um, in other words, uh, God may save your life. He may do incredible miracles. Um, and we've seen him over and over, and I mean, for real, like stuff, crazy stuff happening. But we still have to do the dishes. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he's not doing my dishes for me. He expects me to do that, and I'm going to 
put them in there and press the button or wash them by hand, however you do it. I thought the little animated Disney characters did that, like in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's not it, it's not sitting in a chair and, and waving a magic wand, but it but it's going in from the right place, from hunger, from affection for God. And what he does is he leads you, he puts it on your heart. We we had a ran into a a guy on on the street. Uh, yesterday we were down in the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, I forgot what it's called, but a Lumina coffee or no, no, Luna coffee, I guess is a, okay. Across from there. What is that district called? Um, I'm blanking. Well, it doesn't matter. Downtown Uh, Wilmington. Yeah. Castle street. There you go. Castle street. Okay. So, and it, it, it's really cool. It's kind of up and coming and, you know, it's a little uh, dicey, but there's a nice, there's something really cool in that. Danger and fun, all that. Anyway, this guy comes up to us. We we get some coffee, and this guy comes up to us, and he's like, a, I mean, he just starts giving me the spiel big time. Uh, you know, I, I don't drink. I don't I don't do drugs. I just need a bus ticket. You know, I've been four days walking up down the sidewalk. The whole thing before I could even, like, smile at him. And, and I'm like, man, you know, just cut the crap. You know, what do you need? And so – my heart was, look, I don't care whether this guy's lying to me or not, because even, and I gave him a buck, it's all I had, but, uh, but just going into the matrix, right? But the point is, is if, if instead of me trying to figure him out, look, even if he's a thief, if he's doing this every day and he's just making money and living in a nice place down there on the river, mm. well, even the thief needs to see Jesus in action. Mm. So the idea is. What's God saying to me about it? And all God said to me was, it's okay. You know, that dollar in your pocket's been there for a week. Just give it to him. I don't care if, if he's lying or not. I don't, I don't care. That's not my job. My job is to listen to God. And, and in that moment, I went into the matrix and gave him the dollar. Yeah. It's about letting go, as you said, your expectations of people and raising them of him, our father. Lovingly lowering them of people right. and raising them. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good picture, guys. Well, listen, you uh, have joined us today for Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker. Kevin and I are so glad that you did. Uh, we appreciate you being here. You guys feel free to reach out. Uprint.life is our website. We, as always, will be back next Sunday for more. You guys be blessed, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>